Savior, we give you praise and thanks for an opportunity to come into your house and worship you. Father, we ask that you would pour out your Holy Spirit on each one gathered, that you'd touch them, revive them, heal them. And Father, when we leave here this day, that we know without a doubt that we've encountered the Holy One, the living Christ. Only you are worthy of our praise, Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Be seated, church. This church. United Methodist Liebler's house. I'm believing Phyllis might be there. Maybe. Tuesday morning, Bible study. Tuesday evening, church council at 6 o'clock. Any other announcements from anyone else this morning? Reminder that Clarence and Evelyn's estate sale is next Saturday. Do you know what? Probably dawn. I don't know. Probably eight. Probably eight. And if you get in trouble because it doesn't start until 10, see Bonnie. <laughs> Music. Elizabeth. Okay. Hopefully it won't cut out this time. We got new batteries and... I hope so. I'm, I'm like, I'm not wound up or anything, so hopefully... Hopefully it's going to work. <laughs> he just said that's a first. That wasn't very nice. <laughs> I have journeyed Oh 
the storm I have visions I've had dreams I've even held them in my
Did you hear it on that side this time? Okay. She did it a few weeks ago, probably longer than that by now. But that side wasn't able to hear it, only this side. So it only made it right that I asked her to do it again so you could hear it over there. Did you hear it on this side? And uh, Karen Acklin, I owe you an apology. I did not mean to lie to you this morning when you asked me how I was doing, and I said, fine. I was up until that point. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Young disciples. Good morning. How are you? So when I get asked to do this, I kind of wait to see what God is going to show me that's good for you. So this week, it was just a word, and the word is important. Do you know what that means? No. It means a great deal having much significance, which means great. It means it really good. So who do you think you're important to? Like maybe mom and dad, grandma, grandpa. There's one more person that you're very important to. Who would that be? That would be God, Jesus. That's right. So in um, Deuteronomy, it says, the Lord thy God has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. So he wants you all to know, you little ones, you older ones, that you're all important to him and that this world wouldn't be what it is without, without us and without God. So, okay, let's pray. Father God, we come to you. We thank you. We know that, that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. You are above only, never beneath. We thank you that for the children, we thank you that you are always wanting them to know who you are and always wanting them to know how special they are. So we just go forth this week and ask that, that each child know how very special they are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. different colors. Oh. See, that's your name right there. Because okay. it wasn't in the last one. Well, mine, mine is bigger. Okay. Do you want this one? No. I would like to say one more thing. Last week I did um, Children's Church 
and had two kids that were fantastic. They helped me immensely. But I want you all to know how much that Karen does for that, and it's amazing what those kids remember, that even though it's 15, 20 minutes, they're learning. They're learning a lot. So thank you. The preacher will work on going over a little bit longer. That way it can last a little bit longer downstairs. Someone share joy. Someone share concern. Uh, my joy is band camp went off uh, without a hitch. We had no unworkable problems, and all everybody was safe, and no major things happened. If you don't believe me, I have three live witnesses over there in that pew. You can ask them. Um, and prayers for my mom. She's not sick. It's just that uh, she's working on getting rid of some property that weighs heavy on her. So um, we've got... Just prayers that that property sale goes through smoothly and quickly and it's off her mind forever. Mike and I went out to the Missionary Church campgrounds this week. And Tuesday night when we were there, one of our friend's little granddaughter, who they've adopted and are raising, got up and gave a testimonial about how special her grandparents were when they took her in at three years old, and she didn't know where she'd be today if it wasn't for them. Amen. It was really nice. I've got two joys this week. One is, um, despite what the doctor kept telling Cindy about how bad her heart was, She's claiming a healing because he didn't find anything with all these tests this last week. And also, um, I don't know how many of you remember Aaron Tresnick. That's my, my nephew. Him and his wife have been trying to adopt a little boy for a couple of years now. And every time they go to court, something happens that they can't adopt him. So this last week, they were fortunate enough to close the adoption. And, and now they have their first child. Thank you. Well, I have um, two concerns. One of them is for Kenzie. She asked me to ask for prayers for her this morning. She stepped out of the bathtub yesterday and stepped on a little stool and sliced open two toes. Right, Kenzie? Yeah. And then another one is um, a young mother. Her name is Jessica. She graduated with my son, Brian. Her oldest son, Carson, is 11. And he has been diagnosed with early onset Parkinson's. So she's asking for prayers. And my joy is that I have had these three since last Thursday, and two others, my other, the other two grandkids, um, Thursday and Friday, and they were all wonderful the whole time. So it's a joy. You know, 
they're good, right? Uh, because Karen's watching him and not you. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, I have a concern because I had on my calendar that council had been changed this week to Thursday at 10 o'clock. Is that? That's not correct. It's Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Okay. A month ago, it was going to be Thursday. It's Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Thank you. Um, I have a concern. My... Uh, I'm looking for a miracle from the Lord. One of my foreclosures uh, on my sale will leave someone homeless. I need some. I need a miracle. Thank you. We just need prayers right now for my husband, Ed. He's in the hospital, and he's not doing real well. I just want to verify that band camp did go well. I can hear it from my house always, and uh, I love it. I love it. That's funny because I sent her a text because I could not hear band camp. And I asked her this morning if something happened and there was no band camp. And she says, Liebler's could hear it all. <laughs> I couldn't hear a thing, but I can't hear anyway, so. Yeah, I know. I thought something happened. Ooh, did you hear that? Oh, my goodness. Mrs. Robbins said that I needed to wear my hearing aids. I might be able to hear. I have coinciding joys this morning. We've been dog-sitting all week for our granddaughter's adopted dog. She just got it. He's a special little guy. But the other joy is she's picking him up tomorrow. different yes Tom Birch family God is called Diane home and that's blessed Trudy, Kim Evans, and whoever else needs a miracle in their life, I invite you down to the prayer rail. I like to be in an attitude of prayer as I spend a few moments with these ladies in prayer.
Would you join me? Father, as the Mahaffey family to uh, their homes in Florida, that we're able to participate in the celebration of life for Gloria. We just seek traveling grace for them. As Aunt Diane's family is preparing for her celebration in life, that you just open up each door that needs to be opened. There are unspoken requests on hearts this morning. Lord Kenzie, we just ask that healing would take place. We thank you for a successful band camp. We lift up Jessica's son and Elizabeth's mother in the south land. Lord, Diana shares this morning that maybe the doctors are confused that there are no issues with her heart. But thanks be to God, you are still the great physician. And the healing does take place. And then the young couple was able to adopt a child. Thank you for that, Father. Thank you that a young man's able to bring his mother to church this day. Thank you for that blessing. Lord, I'm sure there's other prayer requests this morning that we may have missed. But you are all knowing. Humble our hearts, this Father. Reassure us that the King is still on the throne. We love you, Lord. Amen. It is Noisy Offering Sunday also.
Father, we thank you this morning that we're able to give back a portion to the building of your church. So we bring tithes, we offer gifts, and you continue to bless us. Father, may you find us faithful to the task, the task of disciple-making, one life at a time. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Be seated, church. Bless you. I personally want to thank you for your prayers, some calls, and some cards. Concerned for the passing of and rejoice. We had the privilege. was able to anoint her with holy oil, pray over her, give her a son, and tell her I'll see you on the other side. A few hours later, Jesus whispered her name, and her seven months of suffering with lung cancer, which is spread throughout her body, is over. I thank God for his amazing grace and his traveling mercies. I thank Amanda Burgess because Amanda had put a picture on uh, Facebook a week or so ago. She's on blackberry picking at Marvin he was my first superintendent, Marv McCallum. Some of you may remember him. Some of you probably hated him as he was superintendent. Uh, his experience was as superintendent, he had a, a difficult journey. Retired superintendent, he served a lot of churches interim while they were waiting for new pastors. And then the church learned that he was a beautiful person and they loved him. And I had said to Amanda when I saw that picture, I need to go see Marvin. Uh, he was always full of wisdom and encouragement. And I knew Marvin would be a lot better. So Karen and I and he gave me a compliment. He said, 20 to the church. You're one of the few I've had to worry about. And I thanked him. I appreciated his words of encouragement and these trying God, that there's people in my life that have left seeds along the way. 
And for you, when you find yourself discouraged and troubled, the door is always open. The house is always available. The phone's on. The landline's always open. Never struggle by yourself because we to lift each other up. And we start talking about the church. Not necessarily Brown City United Methodist Church, but the Christian Church Universal and how things have changed a lot in the last years. So I want to talk to you about the church for a moment. From the third chapter of Revelation to the message of the church in Los Adias. God's creation, the things you do, that you are neither I have everything I want. I do not need a thing. And you do not realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor. So I advise you to also buy and for your eyes so you will be able to see discipline everyone I love. So be diligent. on his throne, the word of God for the people of God. I do believe today when we gathered at graveside to celebrate glorious life, been the hottest graveside service I've been, ever been a part of. It was 92 degrees. There wasn't much shade. Not being able to see out of this eye. This eye. And then because I'm not 80 pounds, I sweat a lot. And as I started to sweat, and the sweat got into this eye, and then I couldn't see out of either eye. When I was under and I prayed that it was okay. And I have been reassured that God is still in control of all things. 
but about the church. Karen's cousin used to play the piano, I believe, at Oxford United Methodist Church. And every time we went to the church, I had the same complaint. The doors of the church were extremely rusted. They looked nasty. And that was the first thing that I saw when I gathered at the church. There's ways that the church is supposed to look. On the outside and on the inside. On the outside, the grass should be cut. The weed should be pulled. There should be something on the church sign. Ours was changed again this past week. We have the privilege in our neighborhood to have some buddy. I don't know if it's young people or old people, but they feel led by the Spirit to change the wording on the church sign. And they did, again. It had been about six or seven weeks since they changed it. And Dee had asked me, uh, she sent me a text one day, and what should I put on the sign? And my response was, if you're good at changing letters, see the pastor and he'll give you a job. That made sense to me. Apparently, nobody in our neighborhood needs a job because nobody applied. And it took like seven weeks, and then they changed it again. And now it says this morning, Jesus is watching you, and so are we. They will have to decide where the several cameras have been put. Smile, you're on candid camera. And then when you come into the inside of the church, it's supposed to look a certain way too. And there's a certain way where it shouldn't look. What would you like to hear first? What it should look like or what it should look like? Well, I'm going to do it my way anyways. <laughs> this one time. It should not look like division. What do you mean by that? I mean that John Liebler and Pat Roberts can disagree on things, but still love each other. Does that make sense? That we're not always going to agree on everything, but that does not mean that we become enemies. Churches have been divided over simple things, where this one thinks we should spend money on new red carpet, and this one thinks we should spend money on new purple carpet, and there's great debate. People have actually left church and quit coming to church over simple conflicts like that. But they don't become so simple when it creates great division. And then there's what's right and what's wrong. 
Ken and I might look at something and he might think that it's okay and I might think that it's not okay. So we have this great debate. And then division can take place. Don't ever let the devil divide you in your church over simple things. The old saying, you can make a mountain out of a molehill. Don't allow that to happen. The lie in Christ. That's one of the I've seen in a long time, Cindy. We need to keep Cindy in prayer too. She just had her neck rebuilt again. But to be in her husband's arms like that is a blessing to see this morning. You're a special kind of lady. We are our brother and sister's keeper. We need to pray for each other continuously. I ask for your prayer. I need, I need your prayer. week from tomorrow, I have eye surgery. I believe God's going to fix my eye through the hands of the doctor. But if he doesn't, God's still in control. God's still in control. How many of you feel victorious this morning? Anybody? We have victory because of Jesus. Don't let the devil discourage you and rob you of your joy. The church shouldn't like, look like defeated people. Some are defeated without the faith for their reasons. The old saying, you can run, but you can't hide. If you can't be happy in God's house, my opinion is you're going to have a hard time being happy anywhere. Instead of backing out, how about step forward? I remember a wise man once said, I went to I could get, and I left with a little. So I, see, I decided to go to church and see what I could give, and I left with a lot. The same man was in the conflict. Buried in a foxhole one night when bombs are going off all around him. And he cried out, and he said, Father, if you let me live and go home, I will serve you for the rest of my life. Mel Brewster got into the plane and flew home from the war. Back in those days, he walked down the flight of stairs to get off the airplane. He told the story when he walked down the stairs and his feet hit American soil, he said, I, I felt a tap on my shoulder and I turned around to see who it was and there was nobody there. Heard the words. Remember the promise you made? Now served the church faithfully for over 60 years. Used to take children to camp. Was very active in the Christian world. But he had to be reminded of the promise he made to God. So busy doing what we want to do. Forget these things. So enough doom and gloom. This is what the church should look like.
demonstrate the power of God the Father. This is what I believe. I believe these two ladies that came forward in faith for prayer and healing and answers for their situation. It will come to pass. There's no gray area there because there's power in prayer. There's, we should be praising God and thanking him for all the blessings, even our trials that only make us stronger. It says there has to be power in preaching. There's a lot of pulpits that are filled with, with you don't believe the word of God. You can't allow that to happen, church. I, I've shared that with you before. If the one who is here does not believe in this, hog time and pray for him. Because sometimes that's the only way we'll see results. We need to declare God's promises found in 2 Peter 1 and 4. The truth about sin. Sin is still sin and we're all sinners. We need to be asking for forgiveness and willing to receive that forgiveness and willing to change our lives. The truth about receiving the Savior. If you're in this building this morning, and Jesus Christ is not your savior, don't go out the doors. It's crazy outside the doors. The world has lost its mind. And you have to have the power of the Holy Spirit with you to get through these days. Well, I'm, I'm coming out of the scripture just for a minute. There was a, a, a new state record salmon caught yesterday. 58 and a half pounds, Guggen. On back, church. Sorry about that. I had to remind him that uh, in 24 days, fishing, and in 34 days, he'll be fishing. But Natalie, Ethan does anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Power and prayer power and praise the of God's promises the truth about receiving salvation there's no way to survive without salvation if you take your last breath you're not a again believer you don't spend eternity in heaven in paradise in the new heaven there'd be no suffering there'd be no cancer there'd be no sickness there'd be no misery We'll be worshiping God. Someone asked me this week, again, because I get this. We know our, our spouses in heaven. Will we know our kids in heaven? Will we know our, all our dogs in heaven? I haven't been there yet. But one day I will be. All I want to do is praise him and thank him. And then from Revelations 2 and 1 and 9, the delight of God's presence. I report for the 
church conference. And there have been some difficult days since our last conference. We had said goodbye to nine beautiful people from the church. Two of them were spouses of beautiful people who come to the church. Karen and I had seven in our circle, now eight with Aunt Diane, and then dealing with our daughter and her cancer, dealing with the COVID and all the craziness that came with that. You would think that it's but it's not. We had nine baptisms this year. Three adults were baptized this year. One came forward and accepted Christ for the first time this year. That's what the church should be doing. Not focusing on what we don't have, but praising God and thanking Him for what we do have. I don't want the church doors to be ugly. Because sometimes when people are searching for a place, that would be the first thing they noticed. Brian does a great job taking care of the lawn. I've seen Bonnie and I've seen Phyllis out here pulling weeds. (laughs) One day this the stairs and there was a lady in one of these motorized carts and she said, Pastor, you got a lot of weeds in your flower beds. Can I pull them? I said, ma'am, if that's what leads you to do, absolutely. And I go back out a little bit later and my goodness, they weren't weeds at all. She was pulling the flowers that she liked. (laughs) Well, God bless you, ma'am. They can be replaced. But what would it have been like for that woman if I would have went off on her? What are you doing pulling our flowers? She'd never remember that. Always remember that. She she would never remember the kindness. I think we should pull them all. Plant tomatoes and squash and have a community garden makes sense to me and you know what the most important thing about the church is all of you one of you you and has given you talent and our talents are different from each other's You're never too young, you're never too old to do the work in the church and to let your light shine. You can decide for yourself this day if you want the church to be ugly or if you want the church to be beautiful. And I'm speaking of the people of God's church. Everyone is welcome in this place. Everyone.
Let's pray. Father, we do thank you this day. We thank you for the rain that came this morning to continue to water the crops. We thank you for each one gathered this day. Father, I thank you for Wilma and Elizabeth and their ministry of music to us. I thank you for each one gathered here. Lord, thank you that you meet us at our point of need and beyond. Now allow us to go out into the May they know Christian by our love. We thank you, Savior. Amen. And just before we sing him. Uh, if you're on staff parish, have a quick with staff parish chair Kevin and my office right after worship.
You want a good, a good illustration of what true trust is? Look back over here and look at this baby bow and this hillbilly's arms. Now, if that isn't true trust, Bo, I don't know what is. Ed, would you close us in prayer? They are the church. Be with us, gather us, keep us strong together. Watch us through this week and that we pray that all we say and take care of all these kids. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.